Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Unrelenting Pursuit podcast, where we invite you to join us at our table as we discuss ways to grow and develop in marriage. Yeah, guys, come along with us. We are committed to laughing, sharing, and getting very, very real. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to episode 18. It is 18. I know. Last time I was wrong. (laughs) I know. Um, We're going to start off, or Lisa's going to start this off with, um, you're going to read one of the reviews that someone's written um, on Apple Podcasts. Yep. And I just want to say that that is so awesome. Those of you that take the time to write a written review, thank you very much. It really does help us. If you have not done that, this literally will take you like 30 seconds. And we just ask that you just go write a review out, rate us five stars. If you are not going to give us five stars or say something nice about us, just, you know, just, just don't say anything. Okay? It's, and this isn't really for us. This is like to help the podcast grow. Yeah. We want so, to reach more people yeah. and more marriages. We want to have an impact on those. So this one is from Elijah. God is Lord. It says, you have a nice flow and work well together. Funny and yet strong, serious points of married life. Looks like a good start to the podcast. So we appreciate that. That was one of the uh, OG The OG? It was. It was one of the old reviews, which is super cool. They like stumbled (laughs) on our podcast when we first got started. Yeah, we we are very grateful for those of you that listen each and every week. So We still are. Kind yeah, we're we're still fairly new. Still fairly. Started. We will be uh, on break for a couple of weeks for the Christmas season just to enjoy our family. So, and that also allows you guys to catch up on some episodes for those of you that are a little bit behind and have found yourselves very busy during. So, the is season. this the end to season? This one? will be the last episode Ooh. of season one. We will start again in the new year, season two. Yeah. Um, we're just going to be spending some time uh, with family and just really asking God to renew our vision and and um, give us some rejuvenation over the holidays. So we are going to finish up. We've been going through, we've been calling it The List. Yeah, uh, I think it's kind of cool. The List, which is the uh, favorite marriage advice. This is from Dave and Ashley Willis. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go to their website and actually uh, download that whole list so you can see it. Um, great advice so far. So. Oh, yeah, this is phenomenal. We um, are on number 24 yep. out of 30. So we're going to get through those six today. So you want to mm-hmm. read number 24? <clears throat> when choosing between saying nothing or something mean, say nothing every time. <laughs> but that That's a hard one. It, but it is so true. It's very true. I don't, I mean, not, it is a hard one, but I don't feel like. I don't look over at you and go like, I want to say something mean. That's good to know. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I think because of what we have faced, we have learned to let the little things be little. And I think that that's kind of a little bit in our personalities anyway, Mm -hmm. to just not focus on the, on the negative. Some passionate couples. Yes. That that every little thing is going to be like the idea of overlooking quote unquote, an offense is <laughs> yeah. unthinkable yeah. for a lot of couples, actually. Mm-hmm. One thing that I do tell a lot of women, I'll pick on the women a little bit because I, I am a woman, obviously. <laughs> you are a woman. Women. <laughs> um, is that this is, I think, a sh- an area where 
females tend to struggle a little bit more because we do have an ongoing list, but not the good one usually mm-hmm. in our mind. And so it's like, you can add one offense on top of another. We talked on top about of another. this in one of the episodes right. and it's like, you guys do have a cache of, of verbal weaponry. Yes. To and like we don't forget very easily. And it just takes the right set of circumstances for that to just all come out. Yeah. And uh, something that I always counsel women to say is, you know your man, right? So if something happens, and we always say the socks on the floor thing, right? It's, it's just like an analogy. Yeah, it's dishes in the seat. Yeah, whatever it is that is your like little pet peeve. Okay, like yeah. this just drives you nuts. Okay, <laughs> let's just say that you know this, the socks are on the floor every day. We're just stick with that one. All right. And you have said something to your spouse and the next day the socks are still on the floor. And now you feel like you're devalued as a person. You're not being listened to. And then all of a sudden, like, I'm not your maid. I'm not your mama. Like, pick up your own socks. Right. So I would say that you need to think about what what do you want your end result to be? And then if you know, like, I'm not going to get what I desire from the way that I approach this, then why are you saying anything? Does yeah. that make sense? No. What's your end state to what you're about yeah. to say? Yeah. So if you continue to to nag your husband every single day, and I know I say that weird, and I don't know how to say it correctly because Brad's <laughs> giving me the look. like He's going to call me out on my long A sounds. But um, if, if you know that I'm, if I repeatedly tell my husband over and over and over, if I take a pictures of the socks and I send him the pictures of the socks, and then I'm constantly telling him how ridiculous this is, and it doesn't change the end result, right? Instead of it changing the socks on the floor, you are just finding yourself distancing yourself from your husband and also him just like, man, my wife, like she's just like acting like a mom to me. Yeah. Then should you just pick the socks up? Like, and and then say a prayer about it. I'm not saying that people don't need to change or, but I, I do think that women feel like this personal responsibility to make sure that their spouse is what they want them to be. Instead of letting God come in and and do the things that need to be shifted. Yeah. No, I know. It's Do you think men struggle with this or no? As much. Not saying something mean. I think it's retaliatory. Retaliatory? Retaliatory. That's what I think it is for men. Like if it's Although um, I know some men though too that would fire off first. I know. And it I still have a hard time sometimes with that. Like not me personally, but like with talking with men that have a problem with that because I don't have anger issue. Um, that's not one of my things is not anger. So, but I know plenty of guys that do and I try to relate with them. It's just harder for me because that's not something I do. But I do think it's retaliatory in nature for majority of men where you keep getting nagged and then you just turn around and say something, you know, mean. you regret saying, and then that goes into the little, you know, the cash. Of, yes. <laughs> yeah. The cash of weaponry. Yeah. Just waiting to no. Um, one of my, one of my friends, like, so as soon as you say something, it's out, mm, you, yeah, you could immediately it regret it, but it is, it is downrange. So, um, their relationship um is has flourished but it's it's taken a long time for them to understand each other and 
And um, now it's a lot better, but I think he, he's told me, I've never seen it obviously, but he's told me that that used to happen quite a bit um, where you, you know, you start getting mean with each other just because you're annoyed. Yeah. And you you also just like, you want to win, which means you're losing, but you want to win. There's never a a winner. Yeah. If you are winning in your marriage, in a fight, (laughs) you are losing. (laughs) You're missing the point. Yeah. (laughs) And, And a lot of times when people argue too, it's, it's just to get their point across and they don't even listen to their, mm-hmm. to their spouse either. No. Which takes us to 25. Yep. Don't assume you know what your spouse is thinking and feeling. Ask them. Yes. This drives you nuts when someone assumes that they know how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. I've had, I mean, yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> just I don't. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know how to get into it. I just, um, you know, when someone tells me, I, I don't know, I don't know how to, how to explain it. I don't think I have that problem too much. Like anymore. if somebody said like, I know that this makes you angry. Yeah. Then it's like, no, you, you don't. don't know that it makes me angry. No. Like you don't know anything about how I'm feeling. It like probably makes me mildly annoyed, <laughs> but you don't want to see me angry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, my face does for sure show it all. I just think that those closest to us maybe see it the most i don't know mm. i try to okay fix it. so even brad's eyes show when he is annoyed i think that people notice even when you don't think they do it is obvious enough that it shows in pictures i know and so so why, if you are yeah. annoyed you're just it's like there's a picture like I, if i say to you i want to take a picture or even if other people are taking our pictures i try not to do this Yes, he like does I, try. I like try not to. I don't. I don't like need pictures. Okay. It's like all of but, a sudden, like you see the picture, and it's just like he's got a smile on his face, but everything saying, about though, him is but annoying. But I think that only certain people notice. You know that. what I'm gonna do? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do a side by side hey, of you. I'm annoyed. growing. That's why I'm growing the mustache though. Okay. All right. We'll we'll, we'll see how effective that is in masking that in your annoyance. But But I I do think that. um, Well, what I wanted to say about this, don't assume you know what your spouse is thinking and feeling. Ask them. Sometimes guys seriously aren't thinking anything. Right. So when when you say, what are you thinking? And they say nothing. There is, um, gosh, what is his name? Mark Gunger. Mark, yeah, you knew like immediately. Mm-hmm. I was going to say the Giglio. Nothing, the nothing yeah. box. I don't know why I was going to say Giglio. Anyway, Mark Gunger, it's an awesome he, – he got to speak at our church. Um, he has is great speaker. Laugh your way to a better marriage. Yeah, it's it was fantastic. And this was years ago, but you can look it up. But look up like Mark Gunger and the nothing box. I don't know. I You know, it'll pop up. You Google those – those words that'll pop up what Mm -hmm. you want to but in that he explains that to women that there's literally guys can think of nothing so they could literally be sitting there like your brain the window more like boxes and women's is like intertwined everywhere so and i have a box you know according to him like what he's saying is you know men we have a box that is a nothing box mm-hmm. and we can get in that box. I can't even imagine totally having fun. a box. Like Have that. you honestly... like, I'm seeing this more and more with my middle, our middle son. 
Oh, he has a nothing. Box. He one hundred percent does. I I took the kids out to you know we live in El Paso. It's it's awesome. You could do this all year round. I took the kids out shooting in the desert, and um, on the way back, my youngest goes with our friends because you know it's his good friend. He wants to go play with them at his house. So it's just me and my middle child, my middle well, oldest oldest son. son driving back and i kind of look over at him we were talking and then it got quiet and i look over at him. he looks like he's in deep thought now he thinks a lot like you do and so i feel like he's always got something like brewing in his head <laughs> and so i'm like are you good what are you thinking he's like nothing i'm fine mm-hmm. and i'm like okay like his face though because he'll Shows. drop well the thing is like with the when my oldest boy is like, he'll drop the questions like you drop questions. Like oh, all of yeah. a sudden it's like, what? Do What's you- your favorite childhood memory? Y- yes, exactly. <laughs> or what was your favorite thing to do as a kid? And What's, I'm it? What's like, the funniest joke you've ever yeah, heard? <laughs> those, these are the questions I get from him. And I'm like, I have no idea. And it really does put you on this spot. Yes, like, it does. Uh... But you thrive in that. You're like, oh, my favorite childhood memory, blah, 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 whatever. I don't know. I can pull something out of the I hat. know. Um, Brad's like, doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't say it like that, but I don't, I, I tell him, I'm like, dude, I don't know. I don't remember. Um, but he does have, like, I see it in him, the nothing box. Yeah. And so I can, I get where um, women spouses can get annoyed because they're it looking, looks like, it yeah. looks like you're thinking something, but in all actuality, you're chill. You're like, <laughs> I'm not thinking like anything. If I think about a nothing box, I immediately am just like, what could I do in the nothing box? Like, okay, there's some things that need to get There's all these the activities that I could do. <laughs> like Brad knows, and I've gotten better about this. I think you can tell me if I have or not, but like at any point, if Brad was like, you know, what are some things we need to get done today? Like I, mm. I would have like several things like do, 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 do. That's like, why I don't ask. He doesn't ask me, you guys. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the day when he's just like, baby, what are some things that you just want done today? And I'm just going to do, 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 right down the, right down the There's line. a lot of stuff that I do without, I know, you do, yeah. I know there's things that need to be done. I get them done, but also I'm not, you, you he ain't looking for it. No, you know? but you're a lot, you're like your mom in this sense. Like, you know, it'll be like 1030 at night and all of a sudden you're like, I'm going to clean out the pantry. And I'm like, it's First fine. Of all, the pantry's never fine. never happened at 1030 PM. Not the pantry. But things all of a sudden, like it, it just does it. Your mom's hilarious like that. She'll just randomly like, I'm going to do this. I, I mean, I saw you doing it the other day. You were going to clean out some drawer, you know, two, two or three drawers. And you started going. I was like, babe, it's like eight o'clock. You're doing this right now. Well, well no, no, I'm yeah, getting what, it ready. What starts to happen with me is that like, I'll go looking for something or whatever. And then it bothers me that the space is not organized. Yeah. Like I want it to be. But so then, then it's I'm like, me. so I, okay, when I see that, cause right. that happens for me. You just but like close I, the drawer. Yes, <laughs> exactly. No, I close I a drawer and I go to my nothing box uh, and I'm like, all right. It's wow. Fine. No, um, <laughs> laugh but, your way to a better marriage. Yeah, you guys, <laughs> you need to check that out. But guys like, uh, men that like you should be asking your spouse, um, you know, how they're feeling, what they're thinking. I mean, this should just be normal day-to-day conversation. I know in a lot of couples, it's not, um, I've heard stories where, you know, men or husband gets home, you know, like clockwork, you know, whatever he works nine to five, whatever job he has. And he gets home that evening. He's tired. All he wants to do is come home. 
sit on the couch, turn on the news. I don't even watch news, but mm. turn on the news. Or vice versa. Then, a woman's working or, all day, comes home. Yeah. And, but I think it's more the men, men that have a tendency. Not to check that out. our breadwinners, we're not getting into that. What I'm saying is that can check out. Yeah. Where women could have a long day and they're just going to come vent yeah. to you. You yeah. know, they're not going to. And they don't want you, you to home. fix their problem. No. Either. If women are venting to you, husband, no, just little, little pro tip. Don't try to fix every problem your wife comes to you unless she you know, asks you to do it. Actually, number 25 is perfect. So if your spouse is venting to you, you just keep saying, well, how does that make you feel? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> your spouse doesn't always need your advice as number 26. Yeah. Sometimes they just need a hug and a listening ear. I literally did That's, not look forward to that one. So I, You didn't look forward to it or you didn't read ahead? I didn't read it. Because I'm looking forward to all of these. Uh, anyways. <laughs> But I do think that that is something where men and women are different, yeah. differently wired and men are a, there's a problem. Let's find a solution. And women, we have, we have a problem. We've thought of seven different solutions. We're not sure which one we want to go with yet, but we yeah. just want someone to walk through with us and listen and be like, yeah, it's going to be okay. Like, <laughs> So there's another great video about this. Oh, Yes. Yes, I so Google we're gonna have to post this, but Google is great because you could literally just you know sprinkle some words in there that might help you and nail in the head video. Yep, (laughs) say husband and wife nail in the head video, and it is hilarious. And we've already given away by saying nail in the head, but um, because the beginning of the video you don't see the nail in the head, but it is so funny. Yeah, I mean it it is, is and it hits this. um, Your spouse doesn't always need your advice. And I think that goes both ways. There's times where I don't, I'm not looking for an answer or advice from you. I'm just needing to talk to you about something, or I just need to be quiet about it. Mm -hmm. And I, and you know what's bothering me, but I don't need anybody to tell me like what the answer is. I just need to like chill. I think we have both learned that about one another. There are times when it's just like, we we can be there for one another, but it's also when you know when not to talk. Yeah. That that matters too. And I think if you have a spouse or you are the spouse that has a tendency to get angry really quickly, recognizing that in yourself and saying that, hey, there may be the time when we need 30 minutes and we're gonna come back to I'm gonna this. put a pin in it. I mean, put a pin in it, but you have to go back. <laughs> you have to, to go it. back. So you can't you can't <laughs> press the pause button and never press play. Otherwise you never have any kind of yeah, you know. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I want to say reconciliation, but that's not it. But anyways, resolution. You, no. you, you'll never have a resolution if you just always put a thousand pins in, in something yeah. and never come back to it. But there does have to be healthy conversation. So if every time you're upset, then you guys yell it out. There's never any conflict resolution. Then you need to recognize those patterns as a couple. And then, okay, we we know we need some time to chill out and then we will press play on this conversation. Yeah. I would say never have those really volatile conversations at 9:30 at night because that's just never that's usually never productive. You know, no one can sleep or or women can't sleep and the husband's like sleeping um, peacefully like and yeah. that's even more annoying no, cuz no you're awake all night. No one wants to go to bed with that kind of tension. Yeah. So I, I think even like recognizing, hey, maybe there's some times that you need to say, 
you know, hey, every week we're going to check in with each other at this time. Or maybe it's two or three times a week for you guys. But you find like this is the time when we can have healthy conversations about things that need to happen in our marriage or a relationship. And it's productive. So don't just continue to hash out something at times that are not good for either one of you. And that really just creates more verbal weaponry as you yeah. The cache of weaponry that we like to keep. <laughs> so, okay, so yeah, 27. 27 is find marriage mentors who are further along than you. And we talked about this before. A this lot. is like for everything and yeah. not just in marriage, financially, in life period. Parental. You should have mentors and they're hard to come by. They I are. So. They are. And, and I think too, our tendency is to find people that are just in the same stage of life that you're in. And then find people that are always agreeing with you. Like that's just all of our tendency. And what we need to be doing is finding people that we see. They look like they are, that they've, they've figured out some things. You know, if, if you have young kids, go find somebody who's got teenagers who seem to be like actually functioning. Who seem to be. Yeah. And so, that's what you're going to find yeah, is that there's no perfect there family. Is there is no perfect. It doesn't matter what it looks like. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it looks like. But you should still try to create a roadmap for success. And if you really want to get better in your job or in other areas of your life, you will pursue a wealth of knowledge and, and you will go and find people who have walked the road before you. But for so many people, they never do that in their marriage and they never do that as a parent. And I would say too, like you have, you might have, you know, your parents still married still around and you can use them as mentors or your in-laws as mentors, but I would also, (laughs) yeah. And it's not a bad thing. It's just getting another perspective outside of your family Mm -hmm. dynamic. And I think that's, what's um, also healthy with this. And so finding those marriage mentors are monstrous. And we, we've actually, it's been like kind of cool and scary at the same time that we're, we're mentoring, um, couples. Yeah. Um, and they're great friends of ours, but they're a lot younger than us. And they remind me all the time. What's also, (laughs) um, something I want to mention that if you do go to a couple and say, you know, give us some advice and maybe you don't use the word mentor, but you have like some questions and, and you approach a couple or, you know, even if it's financially, you go, go someplace don't come ill prepared with like, okay, uh, just tell me, you know, all everything, you know, like have some specifics that you really are, are wanting to have some answers to. And the other thing is listen to them yeah, and do apply it. it. Don't apply just it. come and take that wealth of knowledge, walk out the door and change nothing about what you do because that's just frustrating. For well, but you also, you feel like, Oh, the problem solved. Yeah. Talking right? about it is not going to solve your problem. No, it's a step Yes, to solving whatever issue you have going on, but it is not. Um, I also just want to say right now what? that there is, gonna, there is going to come a time when we are on and video. I probably won't do things like this, but right my now, husband right now is combing his mustache. He doesn't to do have to do it. It's not that long. I don't understand what's happening with this. Like it's repeatedly, long 
that I have to. I just like, look over at my it. husband. And he's grooming his face. Okay, so I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I've ordered mustache wax for my husband. Oh, you guys, so There's, great for those of you Love who it. have DM'd me on social media saying the stash has to go. I hate to break these stashes here. For a, well, I don't know how long it'll stay. I just I'm in it, so why not? I'm already this far. <laughs> Right. When it's full handlebar and he starts twirling it as he talks, then we may That's have That's going to be great. Oh, Lord. Anyway, <laughs> uh, number 28, okay. don't keep score, forgive quickly. So we've talked about this, I think, yeah. throughout this, um, it, it, this list, actually. Yeah, it says the Bible says love keeps no record of wrongs, uh, which is so true. I, I like to say, um, uh, well, it kind of goes with this, but... I like to say fail quickly. So when you mess up, uh, well, I guess this is the for the other side, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So you should forgive me quickly. But when you mess up, you should be able to say sorry quickly. Absolutely. You know when you messed up. Mm -hmm. Don't act like you're dumb. Like, yeah. <laughs> you no, know, it's true. You know when you messed don't up. Don't make excuses. Don't justify the the mistakes. And don't be dishonest about it. I no. think all of those things matter in, in someone extending forgiveness is, mm -hmm. let me tell you right now, if you get caught doing something wrong, it's, worse it's a thousand than, times worse than if you confess doing something wrong because yeah. it shows a, a something in your heart. You know, it's, if you're sorry when you get caught. Are you sorry because you got caught? Yeah. Or are you sorry? It's not repentance if you're just sorry when you get caught. It, it's like re repentance is like, okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Whether you find out or not, I'm sorry. And so I need to talk about it and, and say something about and it. And if that like, if that word kind of scares you, all that literally means is turning away from what you're doing and or did. Mm -hmm. And you're like a 180 yeah. and you're going to do, you're not going to do that again. You're just walking away. Um, and there's a distinct difference between someone who is repentant and someone who's just, I mean, our kids say all the time, say, I'm sorry. And you're like, yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I like, told them that like, the other day. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm like, that's mm, our oldest sorry. <laughs> teenager. She says she doesn't sound like that, but she does. <laughs> <laughs> One day she's going to listen to this. It's going to come back to that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but don't keep score. And um, we talked about forgiving earlier um, in earlier episodes. And I think, too, like my stance on it was you can forgive quickly. It's it's the oh, what did I say? I'm looking for it on the list because forgive instantly, to forgive promote. instantly to promote healing where we had, you know, kind of like a back and forth on that one mm -hmm. where I said, yes, you can forgive instantly. But as humans, it's hard to you're not never going to forget it. But mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like it's so I think the same thing here. Forgive quickly. I'll let them listen back to our. Yeah, our, but don't uh, big thing is don't keep score. Episode. And this used to happen to us when um like prior to when we were a young mm -hmm. married couple. I remember like we used to get in a lot of arguments and I just thought it was so unfair because you would bring up like old stuff, mm. right? Like any wife, right? Like not derogatory speaking, just just mm -hmm. in general. You bring up old stuff like, oh, you're doing this just like blah, blah, blah. You did that. Blah. But if I ever brought up old stuff, oh, my gosh. Like that was a whole nother. Like that was like, you don't know. You don't bring that. That's old. Whatever. I don't know what you used to say. <laughs> but you would shut me down right away because you were like, no, that's not fair. You can't do that. 
And I'm thinking in my head, and again, we're a young married couple. I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, you literally just did that to me, but I'm not allowed to do that. That's keeping score. Yeah. And it's not healthy for you guys. And it will it will take a toll on your marriage. And that's not what took a toll on our marriage at yeah. all. But that was just as a young married couple, I remember our little arguments that they would get like that. Yeah. I And I, I think in general, it's, it's just a healthy thing. And we're talking about all of the little daily things that add up really quickly. And we know that, you know, just like we walked through some major mm. things that it's a process to forgive. And yeah. Yeah. It, oh, it anyways, let, let's go All on right. to so, number 29. 29, function like two wings on the same bird, work together, um, or the marriage will never soar. 100%. This is not a 50-50. This is 100%, 100% yep. in the marriage. And you have to work together in order for your marriage to grow and to um, not just survive because a marriage can just survive. It's like I, I used to tell people like, you're not doing this just to survive. Someone on uh, you know, an ICU with tubes hooked up to them and a breathing machine, they're surviving, mm -hmm. right? Like technically. So you're not doing this just to survive. You're doing this to like win, to grow, to Finish flourish the race. to finish the race. And yeah. so, yeah, you need to work together. Like, I think that is so important to remember that. I mean, if you think about your marriage as like a race, like you want to know someone's running with you. You want to know somebody is supporting you or there if you fall or, you know, going yeah. in the same direction. And mm -hmm. if you are constantly opposing one another, then man, yeah, it, it that's not fun. Yeah. I, my big thing is I don't want a marriage that's just surviving. No, you I want thrive. a marriage that's thriving. Yeah. Period. So some let's of you jump that may seem like completely like this intangible goal at that at this point in your marriage. And I would just say that we've been there. Yeah. It's not it's not intangible. You can do it. Yeah. With 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 faith, with work, with time, mm -hmm. with forgiveness. It it is yeah. really transformative what what god can do in a marriage and and in one in each of you so mm -hmm. even if you're at that place where you feel like i'm just surviving that doesn't mean you just cop out no and, and i think that actually that brings us to you number 30 thing. so number 30 it's the last one of their favorite marriage advice and this is this my i mean there's a lot of awesome ones in here but this is a big yeah big one because this is where you're you're essentially telling your spouse that i have an exit plan and i can quit at any time mm -hmm. so it says never consider divorce as an option a perfect marriage quote unquote is it is two imperfect people who refuse to give up on each other yeah 100 percent right Mm -hmm. And for those of you that are divorced and are wondering like, well, okay, well now what, what does that mean for me? I mean, I think if you are in a new marriage or relationship, like you, you start again, you, you make some goals that you may maybe didn't have before, or you learn from the things that went wrong previously. And I think ultimately being willing to say, what do I need to change? Um, what hurts? What, what baggage am I carrying with me that are going to hurt and this is minus, like, I just want to say this right away. This is like the exceptions to this are the abusive relationships, the 
sexually in sexual immorality yeah. is, is one of those things too. But I mean like the big one, you know, like yeah. if you're getting beat by your spouse, like yeah. Well, and you I know, would say like I mean there's if you go by the Bible, if that, you that, do, that uh, is is not a thing that's in the Bible, like specifically talking about physical abuse. But obviously God doesn't want you to stay in a place where you're getting abused. Now, does that mean you divorce your husband right away or do you separate and, and begin to, to pray for know, them and, and, yeah. and get help for yourself and get help for him, but don't go back into an abusive relationship. Our biggest sure. thing is with this is we've like, this is something that we tell couples all the time. Like this isn't even the on never the table. Say list. Yeah. This is part of a never say list word, but this isn't even on the table. Yeah. This isn't something you threaten with. This is, there's no option. This is not an option. Yeah. And if you, I mean, man, imagine, well, I mean, some of you are living this out, but if you argue with your spouse and immediately say like, we should just get divorced yeah. or, you know what, I'm I'd be leaving. better off without you. Like yeah. if that's your go-to, imagine the trust issues that you are putting into your marriage, because it says that when things are tough, when things are I'm when, out. We, yeah, I'm out. Yeah. When when I, we're not agreeing with each other, I'm out. When you're being mean to me, I'm out. Or you're using it as like a, you know, like a, I can't even. Manipulation is really. Yeah, easy. you're using it just to hurt your spouse. Like yeah. you really don't mean it, but you're using it to hurt your spouse. That's like wrong. that will backfire um, at some point in, in this marriage relationship. Yeah. Because it really does leave an open door, not only I think in your own mind, but in your spouses. Mm -hmm. And you don't want that open door because you want to, you want to know that you're on the same team, that we yeah. are going to run this race and finish it. And we're going to grab hold of each other's hands if we need to and pull each other along when, when we need to. Yep. And we're going to make mistakes and you're going to fall down, but you want to know that that person will forgive you ultimately and, and yeah. move on. And I would say, Really, I think that that's a, a good challenge. We've talked about it before too, but to make that never say less, make this something in your marriage that you determine we are not going to say this word mm -hmm. in, in our marriage. Like this is not, and and find out some other things like that are just toxic in your marriage that you guys are saying to one another and determine in a, in a healthy space and time Mm -hmm. what those things are yeah. not in the middle of a fight you no. can't you can't say in the middle of a fight never say list yeah, yeah you're not allowed to say that that would, <laughs> that would not be healthy but i no. think it is very healthy to have the conversations before you're upset before you're angry and figure out these things are hurtful this changes a mindset too so yeah. if you feel that divorce is an option which in today's society and i say today's society like present but it's been a, it's always it's been an yeah. issue for a long time I, I don't have the statistics in front of me, but I want to say like it's almost like 50%, 50 yeah. of marriages that end the divorce. And I don't know why. Like I, I've never, I don't, I, I should look into those statistics like deeper to find mm -hmm. out like what's the, you know, what's the reason why. But I would suffice to say like one of the reasons why is it's an, it's an option to leave when you don't feel like, like you're in love anymore, love anymore yeah. when they're not doing follow what they heart. should be doing. Yep. Follow your heart, make yourself happy all the time. You don't deserve. And people open this. themselves up to emotional and physical connections with people of the opposite sex all the time, even yeah, in America. We just did that on social media where um, we'll see what kind of comments we get on it. Mm -hmm. But I think it's fantastic because it, basically what we're saying is if you are married, um, you should not have friends of the opposite sex. 
Now, I know women that my wife doesn't know professionally, but I don't consider them like friends. Yeah, you, you know shouldn't be saying? communicating with them outside of a, a work a professional, professional space. Yeah. You shouldn't be texting them personally. You shouldn't no. be emailing them with personal information. No, because it's it's something benign to an extent, but then it like everything with marriage, it's something little, but it can have this monster ripple effect down yeah. the road. And you don't even know yeah. that it's happening. And the next thing you know, you're emotionally connected with someone else. But anyway, that's a whole nother, we could spend a whole episode on that. But the big thing is, is if you don't consider divorce as an option, then all of a sudden your mindset has changed to fighting and doing whatever you can to not just let your marriage survive, but make your marriage thrive. That's right. So That's awesome. Well, we love you guys. We want to say thanks for listening. Yeah. We want to say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We hope that you guys um, really remember what matters this season. Um, seek Jesus. Spend time with your family. Laugh. <laughs> do the simple things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Eat some cookies. All the things. So, that, all right. We'll see, we'll see you, you in the new year. Season. 2021. All right. You ready? I'll edit all this out. Just okay. do the end. Thanks so much for listening to Unrelenting Pursuit Podcast. We just invite you guys to subscribe and leave us a five-star review as that really helps us. Also, if you have a question for us, we invite you guys to DM us on social media or you can email us. Have a great day.